Welcome, everybody, to the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. I am your host, Josh. And I'm Matt. And today we're going to be talking about the infamous bounty hunter, Cad Bane. So, Matt, do you want to start off with some interesting facts or a little bit of background about Cad Bane? Uh, yes, I would. But before we even do that, Josh, what is your favorite bounty hunter? Oh, okay. So... Who is my favorite bounty hunter? Um, hmm, hmm, that is, I see. I didn't prepare for this. I mean, I was thinking about that you would ask <laughs> me this, but I I didn't know if you were gonna ask me this. You're starting to learn my questions. I see. I know. Ooh, I gotta say, other than the Mandalorian, outside, where just say in the original trilogy, with all those bounty hunters lining up. I gotta say, Bosk. Um, number one is because he is pretty OP in uh. Star Wars Battlefront 2017. Shock. (laughs) But um, just because he is a skilled um, bounty hunter as well as one thing I like about the character in general is that I'm a fan of Doctor Who. I I love that show. I've watched a lot of the originals. I've, I've kept up to date with the current seasons. Fun fact is that his attire, what he wears in Empire and throughout his whole Star Wars career, Bosk, uh, he has an attire from Doctor Who. So that's that's why I like him. And, of course, he's just a skilled bounty hunter. But who do you like, Matt? I am between Cad Bane and Mando. I don't think we've seen enough of Mando yet for me to say I think Mando is the most skilled bounty hunter we've seen. Mm-hmm. But for me, Cad Bane wins it. And there's, there's a lot that goes into it, which we're going to talk about and cover a lot of this today. Yeah. But for me, Cad Bane takes it simply because we see him do so much more than we saw Boba do, than Django do, than Oro Singh's up there too. But yeah. we we still see more than what Oro Singh did, mm-hmm. partially because we see Cad Bane be successful. Yeah. And I think that that's something we don't see in most of the other shows. Yeah. I mean, Boba in the Clone Wars, at least I want to talk about Boba. I mean, we'll get to an episode about him. Specifically. Yeah, yeah. specifically. And throughout the Clone Wars, at least the, the animated series, he Boba failed at least twice to kill Mace Windu. <laughs> and of course, Mace Windu wasn't going wasn't gonna to die because he was in Episode 3, and that's where he met his demise in Episode 3. But yeah, Boba... Or did he? <laughs> or or did he? Or did he? That is a great question. I would be happy to see Mace come back in any form, but that's another discussion. <laughs> I could go on a rant with that. Oh no. I know. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah. Another another um bounty hunter, to answer your question again, uh there's a one bounty hunter in the Clone Wars series. He's got like this big metal hat. He uses kind of like a shield and he has like these hyena. I don't know what his name is. If you remember his name Ambro? Huh? Embo? Embo? I think that's it. It sounds right. Again, tweet at uh, us if we are wrong. Embo. He, I'm assuming, he kind of has the same helmet as Cad. Is that who you're talking about? Well, he has more of like a, a metal helmet, like Captain America's shield. Yeah, instead of that's like Embo. A, uh, oh, it's Am- Ambo? Embo. Embo. E-M-B-O. Gotcha. Embo. Yeah, I really Embo. like him, but... Because he does like very flexible and acrobatic, and especially in some of the Cad Bane episodes, he was one of the, the top ones in the Clone Wars animated series of a bounty hunter. He was a very skilled bounty hunter. Yeah, totally. Um, but we are talking about Cad Bane, so let's get back <laughs> to it. Yeah. The very first note I had for Cad Bane 
was that George Lucas had sketched out characters similar to Cad Bane, so same attire as Cad Bane, for Empire Strikes Back. Interesting. That's what I'm presuming, a recycled character. And I kind of like that, because one of my big questions that I had out of all this Cad Bane madness of being the best bounty hunter that we've seen is he fell off a cliff after Clone Wars. After the time of the Clone Wars, once the Empire came up, he kind of went into hiding. But it's it's very interesting. Not even hiding, but he just went away. So he exited the picture. That's my fun fact that I that I kind of surprised or what was trying to surprise for this episode. So if you want me to tell you now, I could tell you now. Tell me, tell me now. I, you cannot leave me on that cliffhanger. <laughs> tell me now. <laughs> so before Clone Wars, the animated series was canceled. They had a production of what happened to Cad Bane at the uh, during the next season and uh, unfortunately um in this season they're not going to air it doesn't look like they're going to air it especially with the big ahsoka slash mall arc that they're doing again i think just episode seven's release and episode eight this is this week but so what happened was they had all these bounty hunters they had bounty hunter episodes throughout the whole series and boba or sing bosk dangar was even there they had and even asajj ventress who we've talked about in the past They've all popped up into like different episodes, and one of the uh, one of the episodes in the work was this episode with Cad Bane versus Boba Fett, and mm. it's pretty much they're in like a standoff, you know, with their pistols in their holsters and once ready to reach Wild uh, West. Yeah, the Wild, yeah, West. Wild West. You know, you got the the. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and that's flashback. Oh, sorry, people don't understand this. That is flashbacks for us to our college days. There, it was a running joke with our friend group to play that song. Um, so that that is a running joke. Continue. Yeah. Sorry. So so in the animation, you know how, that how Boba Fett has that big dent in his helmet. Yeah. So that dent happened in this scene. I don't know if it's canon. I don't know if what it is because it was just in the anime in basic animation. But pretty much what happened was Boba Fett and Cad took out their their blasters at the same time. Boba, well, okay, I'll start off with Cad ended up shooting Boba in the helmet, and you know that Beskar, uh, that Beskar armor, and that you know it could withstand some of the stuff as we've seen in the Mandalorian, and in this in the scene so Boba gets hit in the helmet and he just has this big dent and then what happens to Cad Bane is that Boba actually kills Cad Bane and that's where they wanted the mantle to shift between Cad Bane as being this awesome one of the best bounty hunters known he's very successful and transitioning it into Boba Fett so I I want to get your I hate that yeah I want (laughs) to get your opinion on it because we haven't seen much of Boba and especially in the Clone Wars they they had him in as like a child and growing up, taking being under the wing of Aura Singh and different bounty hunters, and he eventually making his own crew. But yeah, what? How would you feel if that episode did air and it was finalized? I would hate that. Are we saying that this is kid Boba still that squares off against Cad, or is this a future down the line? I'm pretty sure it's a little bit closer to episode three, even maybe during episode three. Then I, then I hate it then I absolutely hate it. (laughs) The main reason why I hate that is we've seen how terrible of a bounty hunter Boba Fett is. (laughs) And clearly Cad Bane is very well prepared. In all the missions we've seen from, you know, taking hostages in the Senate 
to stealing from the Jedi in the own Jedi temple. We've seen all these different missions that Cad was successful on, and you're telling me that he didn't calculate or didn't realize that Bobo was wearing Beskar armor or something that he needs to reposition his targeting. You think he would take that fight? I I don't like that. I'm glad that they did not keep it. <laughs> I mean, it would be interesting to see. I, I would like to see it. Um, because it, I did see the, you know, the rough animation of it, but it doesn't do justice of like what they're doing for Clone Wars now. Like that, the animation now in this, uh, season seven is really, really good. Yeah. It's clean. Yeah. It is very clean, but yeah, I, 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 that was my big surprise. I mean, not a lot of people know about that scene and what happened to Cad Bane because you are right. He did kind of fall off the map after just say the events of Clone Wars and especially after episode three. So Oh man, that I just I just disagree with that. I I don't think that that I'm glad that they hopefully scrapped it. I hope that's not canon. I didn't see anything in my research indicating that it, that happened mm-hmm. in canon. So my guess is that Disney scrapped it, maybe for Cad Bane to make some guest appearances in some upcoming shows that we know about. Yeah. Um. I mean, he made a cameo in Rebels, but it wasn't like him physically appearing and him like alive. It was just a drawing from Sabine that mm-hmm. and spray painted on her wall i think of her room or something like that she heard like all the stories of cad bane because he was one of the best bounty hunters of all time so that's where like the clone wars and rebels like at least for cad bane tie in together yeah i i can see that more my main question is so one of the things that i don't think a lot of people know because it was in the comics mm-hmm. is that cad ba- before the battle of naboo so before phantom menace cad bane worked alongside darth maul in acquiring a padawan from a other from another bounty hunter yeah i heard about this when i was doing my research yeah so he's obviously cad bane is obviously trusted by the sith the emperor well not at the time, Emperor, um, but Mr. Palps, as I like to call him. <laughs> Mr. Palps. <laughs> <laughs> um, so clearly, Emperor Palpatine knows who he is. Mm-hmm. He's had dealings with him before, and he has done what Palpatine was seeking. Yeah. So why, why was Cad Bane not used? Which then, this is my theory. I don't, Josh, you can, you can tag along this theory, okay. but I'm going to, I'm going to lead this. Uh-huh. It's my theory that we see Grand Moff Gideon in The Mandalorian call on Cad Bane to help him reacquire the child and bring down Mando. That is my theory because he is not dead. He is a fan favorite. They definitely have the technology to bring him to uh, live action. <laughs> that is that is my theory. I hope they do that because I actually really like Cad Bane and I think it would work. If, because if he's not dead and that would like the boba and cad bane standoff never happened you know i'd like to see that you know to i would like to see how he developed after episode three and after the clone wars because i mean you don't hear about him so again it depends if that scene that i was talking about if that is canon or not yeah and i don't think that we'll get a tv show or anything along those lines Mm -hmm. with him because of the mandalorian Yes. That we already have a bounty hunter show, we don't need another one. So I think that it would be more interesting for him to have an appearance like an episode where he goes after them. 
um, something to kind of wrap up his arc. Maybe he can talk about, or like it could be flashbacks to him. Maybe even it's it. It could be Mandalorian looking to Cad for protection, you know, because they obviously are part of you know similar guilds to some degree. So it'd be it'd be interesting. I I don't want Cad Bane's storyline to be done yet because I want to know what happened after the Clone Wars, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think it makes sense. So in Cad Bane's first chronological appearance, it is when he takes a bunch of the senators and I believe Anakin hostage um, on it, within the Senate building to in order to release Zero the Hut from prison. That was basically he was hired by the Huts to release or to get Zero out of prison, and so basically it was almost like a prisoner exchange um as it were yeah where the hostages were left within the building until they were ensured that zero was able to escape yeah um which is kind of genius actually it's it, it's not something that we've really seen within the star wars universe uh you know a hostage exchange mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that we've seen that before correct me if i'm wrong i mean he i just want to talk about like the in, in the episode so anakin loses his lightsaber and he has to like figure out different ways to get to Padme and to the other senators and get them out of the situation. And Cad Bane does know who Anakin is um, before. I think he was doing his research when in the prior episode, a chronologically prior episode when he stole R2 and C-3PO to get the Senate building uh, maps. So I think he he knew who he was because Anakin was well known during the Clone Wars. But yeah, I thought it was I thought it was interesting as well. But I'll let you continue. Oh, that was that was mainly it. Is that I've never seen um, a hostage exchange within the Star Wars universe. It would actually would have been really cool. I I know that it was a kids show, but that would have been really interesting to see a movie from the Cad Bane perspective of that exchange, the plot. I think that that could have been really interesting. Yes, and yeah, I thought it was a good arc for Cad Bane, and that was like the way to to introduce him into the. The series it kind of made it more intense and gave him a little bit more respect as you you were watching the Clone Wars right seeing that first episode I kind of felt other than Zero being a very kitty character yeah no one likes Zero <laughs> <laughs> um but I thought that that was sort of the transition away from being just focused around a kid show and transitioning to being incorporating all the Star Wars fans into one mm-hmm. um I thought that that was really excellent choice by Dave Filoni and all the writers with the Clone Wars to kind of start that transition. Yeah. Because I would say up until the introduction of Cad Bane, I was like, do I really need to keep watching this show? It's kind of kitty. You know, I, I was kind of, I was getting over it. Yeah. And then Cad Bane was introduced. That arc was introduced. And I was like, oh, this is, this is way darker. Mm-hmm. You know, they still had a, a kid way of going about it. You were seeing that transition. Yeah. So I thought it was enjoyable. As a kid who was originally watching the Clone Wars every week, uh, my brother and I were watching it. Uh, Cad Bane was pretty, pretty intimidating as a kid. You know, we were, we were like, "Oh no, he's on the screen." Definitely transitioning into like me as a mature person and seeing it, rewatching these. Are episodes, you mature though? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, seeing the episodes, I mean, he still is very intimidating. I think as you know, a character within the Star Wars universe but yeah one of the so the, the big arc so again one of the big arcs was him taking the senate building hostage 
And eventually he was like, okay, as a he was going to blow up all the senators, but if Anakin didn't have his lightsaber to pretty much cut a hole in the floor, Padme, Anakin, they would all, and uh, Senator Organa and all the different people from uh, which it developed into the Rebel Alliance would have would have perished at that moment. So, and that's why we knew that they were going to survive because we know their arcs are way past this episode. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen something darker happen to maybe like one of them, maybe two of them, to show the severity of the situation. But it's also a kids show, so I, you know. Well, Cat Bane, he did. So one of the senators is like, "I'm not having this." He was about to leave. Cat Bane just turned around with his blaster and. The character, the the senator, met his demise. You're right. You're right. You're right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, but that does prove the point that that you started seeing that transition away from a kid show because that is just literally killing in the name of killing. Yeah. I'm. You know, I'm, like flat out. Him. So. Him and Maul definitely. Like I, I was talking about a couple episodes back that Clone Wars does have a darker side to it because Maul. It's not PG thirteen. though. <laughs> it's not PG thirteen. <laughs> it is not. But it is a little bit darker like we talked about. But yeah. um, one of the other arcs that I do want to talk about is that, so he, eventually he goes, so he takes Zero back to Nelhada, which is where the, the crime syndicate of of the Huts are and Jabba, um, they're all in league. And Cad Bane is pretty much their go-to bounty hunter, which is pretty cool. I actually like that because it de- definitely shows the transition between Cad Bane and eventually what becomes Boba Fett. So I guess that's where the parallels are. But... Yeah, so it turns out that Zero goes back and um, he kind of swindles himself and he's like trying to keep himself alive with this information that he has. And eventually his like his ex, you could say, ends up shooting <laughs> him and Cad Bane was actually the, the Huts contracted him to actually kill Zero. Um, but then Obi-Wan and uh, Quinlan Boss actually were there as well. And what was really cool, which I th- I want to get your opinion on is that Obi-Wan and Quinlan ended up fighting Cad Bane, and Cad Bane ends up taking a lightsaber from Obi-Wan or Quinlan Voss, and it was pretty cool. I don't know if you remember that scene, but what do you think about him fighting with a lightsaber? I I remember the scene. I don't remember the outcome. He ended up just, you know, Obi-Wan is the better duelist, of course, with his Form 3, but he ended up, like holding his own for a couple moves and then the lightsaber got knocked out of his hand which makes sense and that's fine with me just because you're not force sensitive doesn't mean you can't pick up the lightsaber should you be good with it no you see that with finn too when he picks up the lightsaber he kind of holds his own and then you see that he sucks yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know it, in, in an actual fight it, it wouldn't work so yeah. for me that that works for me um it allowed another kind of emphasis on Cad Bane is the real deal. Mm-hmm. He, he was able to disarm a Jedi, you know? That's true. That's true. I mean, it, well, Quinlan was just a Jedi Knight when this, this was happening. And, I mean, eventually he's got a whole storyline with Ahsoka that we – or not Ahsoka, with Asajj that we've talked about. And um, one thing that I do want to note about – something that I noticed interesting from our Cal episode last week. You know how we talked about Cal's force powers? Mm-hmm. So – one of the force powers that Quinlan Voss has, he was a very good tracker, but when he picked up, just say, the cup that Zero had in Nelhada, he was able to see his force vision of Zero drinking and, and holding it. So I thought that was pretty cool, I mean, to see that 
that that power was still held by by Jedi before even Kale. You know, I think last episode I mentioned the Kyle episode. I think I mentioned that we've never seen that before, and now I just look like a. I got well. It, I just gotta, it, you know, it's <laughs> a. It's a. It, we don't know Quinlan Voss. We've only seen him in a couple episodes and more through the comics. So you know, it's fair point that we. I mean, that was like one scene. It was only a couple seconds. So yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Nope, nope. Our our listeners are gonna tear us apart for it. We're we're done here. We we uh, we have to call it quits. I think. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, um. One other thing I wanted to note before we kind of talk about where Cad Bane comes from, mm-hmm. you know what Cad Bane kind of looks like and how like his breathing apparatus and stuff like that. His attire too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's something definitely worth noting. But the last thing I had was originally Cad Bane's toothpick was supposed to be a cigarette, which for a kid's show, no, <laughs> I can't even believe that was considered. Yeah. Um, I mean, they did have a but, cigar with in one of the, the hut's mouths. It was kind of like a cigar figure. But, but that that's fine. This was an active character that has multiple arcs, and if you were you were telling me that every single time that toothpick is supposed to be a cigarette, I I see why they moved away from it. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. It makes sense. I just thought it was very interesting that that was under consideration, which also begs the question. Then I think Clone Wars was originally intended to be an adult show, but was transferred to being a kids show initially. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, definitely to to have. To put in smoking in a kid's show, I'm pretty sure that automatically bumps it up if it depicts smoking. Mm-hmm. I, depending how often it is, I'm pretty sure that there is a rule within the screenwriters like guild mm-hmm. that it, that makes it PG-13, which would indicate definitely not a kid's film I th- or kid's show. I thought, okay, so I, it was either last week or some one of the episodes before for the current season of the Clone Wars. I thought I saw a disclaimer on like Disney Plus that there was some kind of – it could be another show. But um, I saw I thought I saw a disclaimer for like smoking was portrayed. Yeah, no, it was definitely Clone Wars. It was the last episode because they were on uh, the Pikes where the Pikes do their their work. And that's like a, a, a crime organization. So I think that's, you know, definitely a yeah, like you said, it could it probably was intended for more of an adult audience than than just say a 12 year old or eight year old or whatever it is. Yeah. It's very interesting though, because I did, I didn't think that I thought it was always meant to be a kids show, and then they were like, "Oh, our audience is actually adults." But I think it was reversed. I think they knew that their audience was going to be majority teenagers and adults that fell in love with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So very interesting, very interesting. Yeah, one of the last arcs that I do want to talk about, because only he only Cad Bane only had so much. Well, he had actually two more that. I just want to cover briefly. So the f- second one that was major was the one where Darth Sidious actually calls up Cad Bane to steal a Jedi holocron from the Jedi Temple. And he actually steals it. He ends up like blowing up his droid in the process, who is voiced by Seth Green. Um, but mm. yeah, so that, I thought that was interesting that he was, you know, that just, again, showed how good of a bounty hunter he was and just how smart he was. And then yeah. the last one that I want to talk about is the one where Obi-Wan goes undercover and he Obi-Wan as uh the character uh, one of the he ends up misshaping or taking a form of a bounty hunter and 
teaming up with uh, Morello Ival and Cad Bane and to pull off a heist to steal Chancellor Palpatine. So yeah. I thought those two arcs were actually phenomenal. You know, the Senate one was a great first one, but the last two of the major arcs for him were was one of the best, I think. I In all of Clone Wars, I'd agree with that yeah. completely. Especially because you do see the emotion also with Anakin and how Obi-Wan's, air quotes, death affected him and actually manipulated him more towards the dark side yeah there was a sense of betrayal within the jedi order for not telling him on the secret uh, on letting him in on the secret Mm -hmm. granted it makes sense because it had to be believable but holy cow you can see how that kind of started anakin's i guess uh betrayal turn to the dark side Turn to the dark side. I remember when Obi-Wan, like, I remember that episode when Obi-Wan died. Yeah. And Anakin just went basically full psycho. Yeah, and and Dave Filoni and that team did an amazing job of depicting Anakin being angry, having this frustration, wanting to kill uh, Reiko Hardeen. That's that's the bounty hunter name. Um, And who Obi-Wan ended up turning into. But, yeah, he, Anakin was very, very... He definitely had his emotions out there and ended up that he ended up knowing the truth because uh, Obi-Wan ended up saying, like, Anakin stopped following me when they were, like, fighting on, on um, I think it was still now Nal- Hutta. And yeah, but yeah, it did, did show that he was he wanted his revenge on uh, Rico. He was seeking revenge instead of justice. Yeah. And perfect way to sum it up. And Ahsoka, Ahsoka just was there when that was happening. I mean, she's <laughs> she's always like, she was always there and saw like Anakin force choke people, and <laughs> so like I said, it's, yeah. it's definitely definitely good arcs. Definitely give it a watch if you haven't already. Yeah, I agree. Now I want to transition a little bit and talk about how who Cad Bane was and where he was from. Okay, go ahead. So. The planet that and planet and species of Cad Bane is Duro, which is a core planet. It's actually in the same sector as Corellia. Do we? So there's. Mm-hmm. Do we ever see or, a uh, another species or a person of his species or a, a an organism of his species? His species name is Duros, and that is the only time in canon that we've seen a Duros or someone from Duro. Mm-hmm. It's been mentioned that people are going to Duro, but not actually seen. Gotcha. Okay. That's interesting. And the the breathing tubes. So when he's locked up in the Republic prison, he doesn't have his, his breathing apparatus. And there's like nothing. There's no like gills or anything that you see yep. on him. It's just his cheeks. So what does that serve purpose for? Um. So that allows him to i don't have anything on what that purpose is for but it actually saved his life that is the information that i have on it which is very interesting what what does it mean by saved what does it have any circumstance in what happened it it allows it allowed him to survive being force choked interesting because he he was losing his breath to his neck yeah like through his neck but those breathing tubes would like go past it which granted uh, you would think that the force could you know mess with that too who's gonna force but choke the, him <laughs> count dooku anakin um 
I that that's what I read online. Yeah. That is what I read from the uh, Wikipedia. Gotcha. Is that the purpose behind those was to enable him to survive being forced to? Granted, it kind of makes sense because he has he's buddy buddy with the Sith. Yeah. Those. Those Sith like to force choke people. It's kind of noted. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, so you did. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, you did remind me of another uh, situation where he was captured by Obi Wan, Mace, and Anakin, and uh, uh, Ahsoka Tano as well. But in the scene where they're like interrogating him, Anakin, Obi Wan, and Mace use their mind control to break through his mind and like he's he's a very intellectual intellectual being and he of course tries to resist it and mace even said like his mind might be lost if they do it but he was able to to withstand it for a little while but then he ended up giving in and taking them to the to the holocron that was in the holocron episode where he takes him to the holocron and find and then um ahsoka and anakin end up finding the younglings that were taken to mustafar but <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, so that's very interesting. That I don't think that he's force sensitive, and I don't even want to go down that. No, way. no, he's not. Force I I don't think that's where you were going, but I wanted to clarify that. Yeah, he was just very strong minded. Yes, he was, which he, is different. Yeah. So I mean, if somebody uses like a mind control, they're usually weak minded. Like the the stormtrooper that Obi Wan we first see in the New Hope. Yeah, he was weak minded. In Cad Bane is total opposite. He knows what's going on, so that's what I'm saying. He was able to resist three Jedi Masters, or sorry, Jedi, two Jedi Masters and a Jedi Knight. Oh, <laughs> uh, you had it. But, you had it. <laughs> but um, so yeah, that's what I, that's where I was going with that. I wasn't saying like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he was force sensitive or anything. But let's get. I didn't back. think you were, but I wanted to clarify. I that. understand. Thank you for doing that. And I do have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. So that holocron that he stole, for people that don't know, that holocron contained all the four sensitive children in all of the Star Wars universe. I am ninety nine percent positive of this, but Josh, I want to make sure of this. Okay. Is that the same holocron that Cal ends up destroying? No. It's it's not because in the episodes in Clone Wars and Mace and Obi Wan, they end up so they uh, Cad Bane end, ends up taking them to just say his hangout, and Mace and Obi Wan end up taking. Even though it's a trap, they end up still getting the holocron with the crystal inside. Um, so yeah, they still take they they get that holocron back, and they get the force sensitive children back. Uh, so yeah, everything's back into no, st- no, no, but but what I'm what I'm saying is yeah. That holocron that that's back in the Jedi hands is later acquired by Cal and destroyed. It could be. Correct? I'm not sure. It has to be. I don't imagine that they have two holocrons with four sensitive children lists. That seems very irresponsible of the Jedi. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, if anybody knows the answer out there, definitely uh, let us know. I, that is, I, I believe that to be true. I'm going to, just going to. That, that could, that's a good but, that's a good theory that's a good theory i got to imagine that it would make sense i i, I don't imagine it being it would it would depend on when eno cordova acquired the holocron and put it in his in the place true true i but we know that obviously he takes that before order 66 yeah yeah. So I think that I think the timeline adds up. If not, having two lists of four sensitive children is counterintuitive. So I really hope that's not the case. Yeah. 
I'm not I'm not sure because definitely we know the holocrons are used for training Jedi. I mean Ezra and Kanan had one and they showed Anakin uh teaching materials to well Ezra and even Ahsoka says that that was my Jedi master. He was he was one of the best fighters in all of the Clone Wars and um mm-hmm. so yeah, it 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 could be interesting. I mean again, if you have any theories about that out there, you listener, uh let us know. Yes, that is a perfect time to plug. If you have a theory out there, make sure to tweet us about it at wannabe Jedi Cast. We will uh, we'll take a look at it, we'll answer it, and you know, I'm kind of the person that's been running the Twitter, so I'll tell you if I disagree or not, because <laughs> I'm a little opinionated on some things. <laughs> yep. Um but I know you want to talk about the attire and then we'll wrap up here. So Cad Bane, what did he wear? What was his iconic look? I mean it, it reminds me so much of the Wild West. I actually, it's noted here that Dave Filoni took inspiration mm-hmm. from some Western classics like uh, Angel Eyes and The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Ah, that's where the song comes from. <laughs> yes, yes. So it kind of, it, it that timeline, you know, follows, it tracks. But so he wears this very long round brim hat. Um, kind of similar to a cowboy hat, which is partially the inspiration. That is the coolest headpiece I've seen. Yeah. Um, you can get it in Star Wars The Old Republic. And I put that on my bounty hunter. Because <laughs> I just, I, I love, because I love Cad Bane. I mm-hmm. think he's a great character. Best bounty hunter, as I've said. So for me, I could tailor my character to be similar to Cad Bane. They also had one that did look like Embro too in the game so yeah y- as you were mentioning the one that kind of looks similar to cad bane with that circular helmet yeah um very cool by far the coolest looking bounty hunter better than mandalorian gear because now we're seeing so much of it mm-hmm. so for me i think that that's the coolest headpiece in star wars too yeah and he had his iconic boots and even when he would uh he would have his thrusters on his boots to fly and everything and uh also he had his uh braces for a different different tools to use when he was doing his jobs so yep pretty cool yeah it's a he's a great mercenary uh bounty hunter whatever you want to call it and i know that we've probably talked about this a lot that there are so many bounty hunters and we can move past that if there was something to come up with that needed a bounty hunter let's say you know a star wars video game like they were to you know make another star wars bounty hunter like a new one i'd be okay playing as cad bane that's true. <laughs> I think a lot um, of... Especially because he of, has a different abilities. Yeah. A lot of people who are Clone Wars fans, no matter what age, I mean, of course, it was released when we were kids, but, I mean, and if they made it a little bit more mature, because Cad Bane is a little bit of more mature character, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I, I'd be down... I don't think they're going to bring him into, you know, sorry, Josh, they're not going to bring him into Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, I know. And, you know. Well, he was... He was... Uh, at least I think he was... They were thinking about it, but people, I think the devs said no. <laughs> I think that other than just us wanting it, I think coding that would be kind of challenging. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, also, obviously, we're in a time that production is a little bit slower. Yeah, so. unfortunately. Yeah. But but my final note before I'm good to wrap this up 
is that Cad Bane is voiced by Corey Burton. Yeah. And he also voices Zero and Count Dooku. So he is a he is a Star Wars nerd. Corey Corey Burton is a he's Star a, Wars he's nerd. He's a Disney nerd. He's 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 voiced a lot of Disney characters. Oh really? Yeah. That's a, that's interesting. I'll have to take a look at that after this. But so shout out to you, Corey. Great job with the voice. Very distinct voice. Yeah. And something I don't think we've really heard in Star Wars before, and I, I really appreciate it. Now, Zero, on the other hand, we can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not saying that you didn't do a good job with Zero. I just don't like Zero. I don't I he's definitely a kid character. So Yeah. I mean, watching I wanted to save this for Ahsoka. Uh, should I save it? Save it. We're gonna save, save it for Ahsoka. I'll save it for Ahsoka. But that is I'll going to be a, a huge episode because there's yeah. so much to cover with her. We're not doing. We're still, not. Yeah, I still have to read the 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 Ahsoka book before we do that one. But seeing Zero in the original Clone Wars, um, epi- or in the original Clone Wars movie, was you know he was a, a shock because we never saw a Hut speak English before. So yeah. and like a different style to talking at least to put it nicely and yes yeah <laughs> yeah we're we're in alignment on on our feelings for yeah. zero but anyhow so with that i think we are i think we concluded it josh would you agree do you have any final thoughts uh i i everything on my list has been talked about and again if you want to talk about it in more in depth reach out to our social media and um who are we doing next week, Matt? We are continuing the line of bounty hunters next week with the Mandalorian, Din Jaren. Josh, I'm pumped for that one. There's yes. so much to talk about. Right now, my second favorite bounty hunter, so we won't be able to ask who's the better bounty hunter, but I have another question that we will ask, and I'm going to leave it at that note. So thank Sounds you guys good. so much for uh, listening in. Make sure to follow our social medias. Again, Twitter at wannabejedipast and our Instagram, Wannabe Jedi Podcast. Feel free to check those out. Give us a like, give us a review, give us five stars, give us all of the above. Subscribe to us. We really appreciate it, everyone. And we'll see you guys all next week. May the force be with you all.